All right, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's weekly wrap, part of the FinTech Unfiltered brand. Uh, I am your host for today, Rick Morgan, a news editor at Bank Innovation, and I'm joined by my other hosts, Bianca Chan, also a news editor uh, with Bank Innovation, as well as Arkady Lapyro, uh, founder and CEO of Agora Services. He's joining us today. Uh, he's part of our sister accelerator, INV. Uh, as part of that accelerator class, we're great, uh, very excited to have you with us today, Arkady. Um, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors today, uh, Info Group, LQD Finance, and Mambu. So thank you to them for sponsoring this. Um, Arkady, before we jump into the news of the week, why don't you talk a little bit about what Agora Services is? Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for attending. So. I'm Arkady Apio, CEO and founder of Agora. We are an Atlanta-based, I'm myself based in New York. We are fintech, that's obvious. Um, but we're coming in a, in a strange world post-COVID. So we, I'm going to use complicated word and then I'm going to make it very simple. Uh, we are middleware challenger bank technology platform. What does that mean? That means we have built a complete technology, complete stack that can power any challenger bank. But we are providing this technology not to fintech, but to the mass of a market, which are credit union, community bank, and regional bank. So we are part of MasterCard Startup fintech portfolio, and we're also backed because we are part of the ICBA fintech portfolio. Um, exciting to be here. Great. Rick? Uh, so let's launch into the news of the week. Um, I know this story is, uh, is an exciting one and something that you can talk about as well, Arkady, but Bianca, why don't you talk a little bit about um, the movement we're seeing with these uh, FinTech SMB lenders like Cabbage, Bluevine, um, getting into uh, checking accounts. Um, also, we had QuickBooks, which is not necessarily a lender getting into it as well, but it certainly seems like a lot of these SMB FinTech lenders are trying to create a more, more full picture relationship with their clients. So what did you learn? Yeah, so definitely with on, on um, the Cabbage side, the launch of their new checking account product, which is essentially supposed to be the glue um, that kind of brings together all of their other products for like cash flow management and insights and funding as well. Um, also spoke with Bluevine's chief product officer. They, Bluevine actually launched their own checking account product last October, so a little bit ahead of uh, Cabbage. Um, and they've also lined up some, some enhancements there. But it's also interesting because, like you mentioned, QuickBooks um, is also kind of getting into the space with their checking account product. But also, I think Alibaba and Shopify, which are e-commerce um, marketplaces, have also launched checking account products. So it kind of seems like there's just this influx of attention to the SMB banking space, um, which I definitely think is good because it was kind of highlighted throughout the Paycheck Protection Program that the SMB space was kind of ripe for, for more banking innovation, but it also kind of complicates the marketplace a little bit. And uh, it'll be interesting to see like which kind of players um, survive and kind of are able to leverage this opportunity. I mean, we also have like big banks, TD and Wells Fargo also kind of putting dollars and hours into SMB banking with product launches lined up. So, I mean, Arkady, what do you, Arkady, what do you think? Apologies. Um, who do you think is more poised to kind of succeed in this space? Like the, the incumbents or the, or the SMB FinTech lenders? It's a complicated, the, the question is easy. My answer will be easy, but it's going to be based. 
So as I mentioned, we are Changer Bank Technology Platform, and we bring over legacy core is called Changer Bank Technology. So there's a good play actually from a lot of fintech uh, that are going after the checking and especially the SMB. Why? One number, 370 billion market valuation. That's the a, that's a size of the market. There was a good report from Motobook and Cornerstone Advisor with Ron Shevlin. Uh, always good data. So it's natural from this fintech lender for this player to go after this market because they think that's worth the money, let's do it. The reality is it's like you need three things. You need one, you, have, you need to have a great product. Two, you need to have a lending facility. And three, you need to, uh, to provide an access, a real access. So for me, yes, certain of these uh, fintech are going to make it. Maybe not the one we think about. Uh, maybe a new player that will come. But for me, it's like there's a huge play with incumbents. And not the one we think by the mega one, the big one. Well, I'm more thinking about the credit union and committee banks because they're everywhere. They're local. They are, they have like um, legitimacy, and that's what we're going, we're coming. So, um, and we're going to provide some, uh, some, something for them. But I think it will be part of later in the discussion. Interesting. You know, um, we also wrote a story this week about how a lot of banks are sort of embedding themselves further into chat uh, technology, uh, voice voice chatbot technology. Uh, I spoke with US Bank about their new voice chatbot called Smart Assistant. Um, I spoke with um, TD, I spoke with RBC, um, and got some insight from them about their own voice chat capabilities and how they make sure that their voice chatbots are more conversational and not so rigid and how they get them to learn and so how an actual person can interact with it and not just have to follow a a very specific script that isn't very, you know, intuitive or fun to follow. Um, and they, they spoke to me about how it's all about making sure these things can learn, you know, layering in uh, technology from certain vendors and then adding in your own business logic on top of that. Uh, and then using people who, uh, who know, who have been using that their whole life, they, they talked about um, how they got a lot of assistance from uh, the blind community to make sure that, um, these tools were easy to use because you know they've been using voice technology for for decades now, um, and they talked a little bit about how certain uh, TD mentioned how they bring in Hollywood scriptwriters to make sure that the voice chatbot is you know an easy to talk to character, much like you would hear a TV character speak. Um, Arcadia, I know that Agora doesn't necessarily work in the voice chat space. Um, you guys kind of help launch these digital banking solutions, but in your own experience. Um, how do financial institutions keep these digital banking tools easy to use and intuitive? That's a very good question. So indeed Agora is not do doing that, but in my past, I did that. Uh, two decades ago, I was part of a team when I was living in Europe, part of a team, and we built from scratch a digital bank. Today we're called Changer Bank and we grew it to $20 billion asset. And just to give you a number, all this Changer Bank, Chime, Revolut, that, uh, months so they're barely one to two billion just to give you an idea about uh, the range so I was always focused on this kind of thing new new products new initiatives so um, first of all these big banks or banks they need to try different products they won't be the one product that will kill the, kill the need there will be iteration there's not like one and that's it two uh, they have to be products that are omni-channel some products are good for one channel not the other one they need to find the basically one. 
Uh, I will be based again because uh, I'm a mentor advisor of several uh, fintech, uh, Israeli, American, and Canadian. And one of his fintech is a conversational chatbot. It's fin.ai in Canada. And these guys are great. Mm-hmm. But they're not a sponsor <laughs> as of today. <laughs> they're not. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just mentioning it. So <laughs> it's like, there's a, but the thing is like, uh, what's happening, I'm talking about uh, this kind of product conversational over. It's like, more or less, they all tend to be the same. So it's becoming very fast, very homogeneous. With, uh, so the thing, it's like uh, uh, the big one, they can take uh, some kind of lead by uh, putting some kind of key features that the only one they will have. But down the road, it's going to be the same. So the, the question is like, how fast can it be deployed? Not to the big one, but to the, all the incumbent, the traditional players. Interesting. Um, another big piece of news was about fintech funding. Uh, the CB Insights report came out saying that um, fintech funding has rebounded this quarter compared to the first quarter. Um, I, I think it was a 17% quarter over quarter increase. Yeah. Uh, and Bianca, I, I know that you wrote the quarter Q1 story. Uh, our co- colleague, Vida Trivedi, wrote the Q2 story. Um, when you see those numbers, I mean, anything jumped to mind? Or what, you, what do you guys think sort of... Uh, Maybe well, I, made that rebound happen. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's almost, I think it signals maybe a certain sense of recovery of the economy. I think it kind of coincides with as um, certain neighborhoods and cities open back up, um, maybe we start to head back to some sense of normalcy. And I think that uh, is kind of reflected in, in more investor interest. So... I mean, yeah, what do you think, Arcadia, as a, as a startup founder, how, how has the funding kind of fintech space evolved for you in, in the past year or so? So I'm a startup myself, but uh, also it's not that I have few ads, but that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also a venture partner, even if I'm in New York, for a very large fintech fund in Europe, which name is Blackfin. So it's the largest independent one in Europe. So I'm, talking, I'm not talking about on their behalf. I'm just saying that I'm part of this world also. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, what I'm going to say, it's not related to them. Um, there's a rebound, but that's normal because like the economy, uh, before that, it was on stop, on stop, kind of. And VC have raised a lot, a lot of money the last year. So they're still sitting in a lot of money. So did the economy stop? Kind of. Did the fintech stop? No. And I think they're going to be even an acceleration uh, in the next quarter to come with a very large deal, but also on small deal, but with a huge uh, discount on certain deals. So um, I, for me, it's like a fintech that's going to be an acceleration, uh, it's not, it's, but it's going to be very spread, spread out. Yeah, the discount yeah. is a good point. I mean, we kind of saw that in a story that Rick mm-hmm. wrote earlier, I think, last week or, or earlier this week about Ondex um, acquisition, right? Or I guess them being yeah. acquired. Uh, it's it was a pretty yeah. low price considering the other kind of fintech acquisitions that we've seen in the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was a story we wrote last week about Ondex acquisition for uh, 90 mil, um, which, you know, relative to fintech acquisitions is, um, you know, pretty small when you consider we've seen Plaid get acquired for 5.3 billion. Um, I think Credit Karma was acquired for seven something billion by Intuit. I mean, you know, big, big, um, big acquisitions and, you know, Ondex 90 million price tag. Uh, um, it just, who, I mean, 
who knows what it necessarily is going to signal, but um, it certainly looks like these um, a lot of the fintech lenders that have prioritized you know easy access to funding, frictionless process, but might not have as much of the um, sort of strict underwriting and uh, uh, you know uh, balance sheet knowledge as a lot of these big banks. Uh, they might they might be in trouble. I mean, I don't know. There's it's just it's not a good sign for the. Uh, the fintech SMB lending industry, because uh, OnDeck, you know, was a leader in that space for sure, and um, you know, a, a small price tag like that, um, uh, it might signal that the, these these fintechs that have really prioritized quick, frictionless funding uh, in a recession might might face some trouble. So, mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, not sure one way or the other. But uh, we'll keep an eye on it for sure, as as you know, as as the uh, as the space continues to evolve. So. Um, looking ahead next week, Bianca, what do you have on the plate? Yeah, we're going to be looking at um, how the Google partnership with, I think it was eight or so banks in the U.S. Um, will play out and looking specifically at how that strategy plays into BMO's um, digital growth strategy. BMO Paris is one of the uh, banks signed on to the Google partnership. Yeah, that was some big news this week. That'll be exciting to see. Mm -hmm. um, and then I know I'm working on some, some news about data aggregators and what they are up to and uh, what new products um, they're using or launching or developing to help financial institutions sort of uh, launch more personalized customer experiences. Uh, Arcady, what does uh, Agora Service have on the plate for the next foreseeable future? I know you guys had some big news yesterday. Uh, yeah, we had a big news and it's kind of related to uh, what we just spoke about uh, the FinTech lenders and what Bianca said about the Google, which is launching co-branded banks with eight banks, which is amazing because for years, banks were running away from Google and our, the GAFA by saying, uh, they're going to step in. We have to keep our brand, our uh, history, our specificity, and now they're doing co-branded. Mm -hmm. So basically banks are saying, in creation, we need Google's brand, which is like, wait, but you used to be the brand before. So yeah. <laughs> based on that, uh, as I mentioned, we are changing bank. It's not for me. The police is not coming for me. I just want to say <laughs> it's not. I don't know where it is. Um, so, um, so we are Changer Bank Technology, and basically we we built uh, use case uh, online banks, and we have decided uh, to launch two new products, uh, which are fully white label banks targeting two segments. One is the teens, which is super hot. Uh, Go Henry, Greenlight, Venmo. Uh, and three of our Challenger Bank launching this four. And on the other side, the SMB. So we're launching also a, a Challenger Bank on the SMB. So it's Agora Teens and Agora Junior, but we're not launching as a direct uh, to direct clients. We're offering it to a credit union committee bank, fully white label, and we're coming with a bin sponsor. Uh, and I'm super, super excited that we have decided to choose a Sterling National Bank, a 30 uh, regional bank, $30 billion deposit. So they will be our been sponsor and basically what does that mean um so these eight banks have chosen uh, google for the co-branding because they cannot handle the uh, the front end or some kind of marketing we have all this technology so basically we, we built to change a bank the front end but also the back end and not just to say something like oh it's a, just a website it's 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 a real change bank with uh, existing features like traditional uh, change bank but we're going to bring additional features that even this change of bank existing, they don't have it. And all this based on a, 
underlying technology. So any banks or credit union, they, want, if they don't need to work with a core legacy provider to, to take one year to deploy something which can be, ah, okay, everybody knows that, or to take X providers to build within one year something which is, once again, is it going to be top of the art? Day one, we're bringing everything. So in one month, they give us their logo, we, we deploy, it's already, uh, we deploy with two changer bank, it, everything is in the cloud uh, on Amazon, um, and uh, they can offer it to the client. It's uh, the app, the onboarding, uh, risk management, uh, virtual plastic card, uh, unlimited savings, pocket for taxes for the SMB. Just let's focus on the SMB. Just like, can you think about a change bank that can provide the online onboarding, plastic card, virtual card, pocket for savings, unlimited account for all the employees, real-time funding for the employees, reimbursement in real time, um, mobile point of sales, retirement plan, all this is going to be on our platform and at reach of any credit union committee bank. So day one, they can, they can, it's not like they can resist. They can have a better offering than on this change, I think. Interesting. Well, we'll be, um, we'll be excited to keep an eye on that and we will definitely uh, watch as that news develops. Uh, Arkady, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Bianca, thank you for, for the insight and for joining, uh, joining the call. Um, uh, yeah, this was a great chat. And until next week, we will uh, see you at bankinnovation.net. Please let us know how we do. Um, you can follow us on our social channels, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, we will post this as a podcast as well on iTunes and Spotify, uh, Transistor. So yeah, feel free to listen or watch and let us know. Uh, we will see you next week. Thanks. Thank Thanks you guys. so much. Bye-bye.